1: What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 96 of Beers in the Lot. Well, as hockey fans, we finally made it. The Stanley Cup final starts this week between the Colorado Avalanche and the Tampa Bay Lightning. So we spent most of this episode talking about our thoughts about how the final will go, some predictions on how it will end up, and some other analysis. And make sure you stick around until the end where I tell a story of a transgression in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, involving the rookie dinner at the Coney Island and whether or not Johnny actually completed it. So, you know what time it is. Let's crack those beers.
2: Danny, what are you drinking this evening? So, I went a little hard
0: last night. Uh, it was a little rough day today. <laughs> uh. uh So, I got a light beer. Uh, It's a Maduro brown ale from Cigar City Brewing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Not not
1: too bad. Those are good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 uh, Today has been rough, to say the least.
1: Riggs, what are you drinking tonight? Oh, it's so, it's so appropriate that Danny asked me this because I have a Danny Bro from Adam, Atta- yes. from attaboy beer in frederick maryland yeah bro yes <laughs> danny bro. Yeah, bro it's a it by the way yeah, like i know danny likes west coast ipas yep attaboy is known for their hazies but their west coast ipas are some of the best westies that i've ever had ever so really yes yes I have to try some yes and uh John Walker I th- I think I saw is this a fishing can?
2: Yeah, this is the uh Bush Latte fishing can. <laughs> Limited edition, <laughs> brewed for fishermen. And it's uh the largemouth bass on the front. You shoulda so, yeah. some
1: PFG. Yeah, I know. Are you an angler?
2: <laughs> I can be. I I got to get I don't know I'm sure I have something with a fishing hook in it when we're another let me look around. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> got to get you some of that pro fishing gear from Columbia.
2: Absolutely. Well, who well, well there was like Danny Didn't you wear like the Under Armour stuff the other week? Yeah. You were like hat, double yeah. fishing. Yeah. You were double sponsored. Yeah. That's right. I have an Under Armour fishing hat. Yeah. yeah. I think Yeti does stuff too, right? Like, just apparel, obviously. Yeah. I think they do. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I Ooh. fancy myself more of the golfer. Anyway, I follow the sport. I suck at it still, so, but whatever. One day. <laughs> you know. Don't know many people who are actually good at golf. Correct. I know a lot of people who enjoy it thoroughly.
1: <laughs> good.
2: New. <laughs> <laughs> New. No. No. But yeah. I, I resolved long ago that I don't have to be good at golf. Like, I think it's a sport too, like different from hockey, obviously, where like if I was horrible at hockey or got to a point where like I was just bad, I'd hate it. Yes. I wouldn't hate watching it, obviously, but I would hate playing with it. But I would also I think at that point, like I would move to a senior league, like something where I'm like at that pace, wait, you know what I mean, or something. Wait, we're not in that already. no (laughs) mentally sure yeah mentally totally um but like golf like i'm not i don't consider myself horrible but i'm not good either yeah i'm in that range where like i can hit a few good shots around i'm decent at putting and i can chip okay it's like the rest of my game if i actually like i mean goofy as it sounds like when i was younger i practiced hockey and did a lot of stuff to like get to a level So, if I probably did that, I would be a lot more efficient off the tee and in some of the fairway situations, but whatever. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: I just, I decided that I don't have to be good at golf. So, since I suck at it, I don't care. Yeah. I just go and have a good time with my buddies and have some beers, be outside, listen to some tunes. It's a lot like being in the lot, so. Absolutely, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly. It's <That's> great. <laughs> I agree.
1: Well, there are two teams that are not golfing.
2: It's a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> great segue. Spectacular. That's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Tampa, it's like an old hat for them at this point. In Colorado, which. I think I I was looking at some stuff like I think like 9 out of like 18 of the SportsNet guys picked Colorado to either come out of the west or like be in the conference final anyway. That other slot like a few people had Jets, some people had Vegas, like me, I actually had I put a flyer on the Jets to like win the cup because they got really good odds and they need to make the the playoffs same with Vegas too, but yeah. But Tampa and Colorado and what this is probably the best team Tampa's faced in the finals the last three years obviously yes
1: so as far as preseason predictions Vegas had uh, the odds makers had Colorado one Tampa two to win the Stanley Cup uh, before the season started so everything has shook out the way that it was supposed to, according to Vegas. So, you know, that's a thing. Yes. Tampa had to beat Montreal last year. They had to beat Dallas. Dallas the year before. I don't even remember because who cares about Dallas? Um, yeah. They didn't score any <laughs> damn goals then either. Neither did Montreal. Freaking Fugazi uh, team. Yeah. So, um, now they have to face the avalanche. They have to face Big Mac, Lando, Kale Salad, all the
2: Brandon. all
1: the big boppers as Darren Helm. <laughs> Darren Helms, who I thought I yeah. thought it was his kid playing. Yeah. Um <laughs> I know, that's the best part.
2: I didn't we said that a few episodes ago. Like he scored. I was like, wait, the that Darren Helm? Like that guy? He's yeah. Still in the league? Like, holy shit. Agliano, too. Yeah. I mean, Agliano. so like that team. Eric Johnson and Jack Johnson. Both Johnsons. People forget. Both Johnsons. People forget. JJ is
1: on that yeah, team. Jack, Jack Johnson <laughs> is now in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. With that boat anchor contract that he got thanks to Sid,
2: the kid. Um. And <laughs> still, I think Penn still have another two years on the, <laughs> on the buyout. So. I always, I always had that rule. Like when they, when they started the buyouts, I made like, and obviously this was like, when I was in my early twenties, you know, you could imagine me as a talent crier. Like if you're a GM and you're buying out your own contracts, you need to be fired. And Jim Rutherford signed him and then two years later bought him out. And then he resigned like two years later after that. But whatever. Weird. But actually (laughs) Jack Johnson's like on that fifth or sixth pairing and he does totally fine, which is one thing I said when he was in Pittsburgh. I'm like, if he is playing decreased minutes on like your penalty kill and going out there, you know, fifth or sixth guy, it's not a problem. If JJ is in your top four or trying to anchor down your number one pairing, barring significant injuries, there could be problems. Yeah. Colorado makes up for a lot of mistakes too. Absolutely, yeah, that their forward their forward core does a lot in their own that zone.
1: Roster is loaded, loaded. Yeah. So where they're not strong is in the crease. Darcy Kemper is a serviceable number one. Don't get me wrong. He is a legit starter in the league. I get it. Frantzos got him there. I get it.
2: Good numbers, too. I, I get it. Think of the competition, yeah. But, but,
1: but. Tampa Bay, so I was looking at, and I, I said it in the, in the Discord channel yesterday, that I wasn't going to put my prediction and analysis for the Stanley Cup Final in the Discord because... As we all know, if we say it on the recording for the episode, that it comes true because we are yeah, that's, we are the Illuminati. Yeah. So yeah, you got to stay tuned to this yes, space. Correct, yes. exactly. More to come. So <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> so I was looking at the numbers uh, before work this morning, mm-hmm. and what I noticed was uh, everybody knows that Colorado is a possession team. They're high, high volume team. They, they are, um, what some would call a high event team. So both directions, they, they have the puck a lot. They shoot the puck a lot. They also allow a lot the other way. Uh, not so much that they can't overcome it because it's a very talented group, but it is what it is. Tampa Bay, in their own right is also a possession minded team 5E5 however they do not generate the volume that colorado does but what they do 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 is <laughs> is they capitalize on high danger chances they actually capitalize <laughs> on high danger chances at a higher rate than Colorado does, according to naturalstatric.com, which is a great resource, by the way. Tampa is very good at getting to the middle of the ice, getting inside the slot area, getting up close and personal with opposition goaltenders, and scoring goals as a result. Colorado just beats you with sheer volume, sheer quantity of pucks on net and people at, at the net. Uh, Tampa picks their spots and they're a little bit better at, you know, that that so-called eight to twelve foot area around the net. So what does that mean? I think it's a wash. So now we have to look at the goaltenders themselves. Vasilevsky is obviously a better goaltender. Okay? He is he's probably the best goalie in the NHL for the last So many years, probably the best one in the world, my opinion. Kemper can't match that. So it's going to be a battle of can Colorado dominate 5v5 play, get their opportunities on the power play, and capitalize, versus Tampa taking advantage of the chances that they get, and vasilevsky winning games for them i think
2: i think 5v5 is going to be really important obviously like we know both special teams are really good so let's just call it a wash you know we we don't know how it's going to shake out because power plays are fickle. obviously especially this time of year like if it goes cold for you know two games and you only get let's say two or three power plays a game yeah one team goes hot, one team goes cold. That's the difference in the series, right there. So, so you're saying we're just you're saying five. Well, I think I think five v five is very critical because Anthony Sorelli, when they actually matched him up against Abidajad, yes, yes, he had he had no more goals. They limited his chances in Sorelli's line for the entire playoffs. I looked at it today on five v five. He's only allowed four goals the entire playoffs. Right. Two of those were against the Leafs. So outside of that. He's literally just had one goal in the rest of the series. And the only team that really, if you think about it, like kind of exposed the the bolts was the Leafs. Yeah. Which is kind of frightening in a goofy way and kind but, of like. But think about that. Annoying if you're a Leafs fan. But
1: think about Toronto and compare them to
2: Colorado. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So the way I kind of look at it, if we're gonna go five v five, and let's say you go straight up, let's say you put Shorelli's line against Max line straight up, Stammers' line with Kucherov and Plot, you match them against Rantanen's line. Okay, let's say they're a wash straight up. Uh, Killorn has zero goals for the entire postseason. Mm. Not good. Uh, the Ross Colton line, I actually like that line, but if we're like, I mean, they've scored a few. So the big thing then you talk about is that. Uh, Nick Hagel and Nick Paul line. They've scored timely goals. They've done stuff, but the third and fourth line for Colorado has actually done some shit, too. Yes. So that's where it like gets like it's even as goofy as it sounds. It's such a coin flip. It really is. I think coaching coaching is going to play a factor. I do think Cooper's a better coach than Bednar, only because in the playoffs, he's had to do stuff. I don't think Bednar has had to do a ton, but that could be a good thing for him. The team's kind of working its way through its own problems. The Avs, if they get going, they could roll four. And, and they have no problem right? doing that. I think Bednar has no problem yeah. at
1: all. Coop, has he has to do some work, right? He has to get matchups, it's especially since they don't have home ice advantage. They don't have last change. He's got to figure out how to get people on the ice and all this kind of stuff.
2: And I think Tampa's thing, too, like they've started every series minus the, uh, the Florida series. They've started off a little slow in each series. They lost 4-1 or 5-1 to Leafs opening game. Then they tied it in game two. They started off against the Rangers down 0-2. So I,
1: I think that the way that this goes and this is the Monday before the Wednesday that everything starts, I think the way that this goes is if somehow Colorado is able to end it in five or six games, they win. If it goes to game seven, Tampa's experience and John Cooper's Coaching genius. I mean, I we we stroke him all the time, but like he he really is the best yeah, we he really is the best coach. Like yeah. if it if it goes to game seven, Tampa wins. If it doesn't, Colorado wins. You mentioned the uh the Nick Paul and Colton line. I saw yep. on Twitter today that Braden Point was skating with them today.
2: That frightens me.
1: And s- if you're an ass <laughs> skating with them, that would scare them a the Jesus so, out of me. And so everything that I said would kind yeah. of go out the window if Braden Point plays.
2: And Kadri's supposed to come back, let's say, hypothetically, if we had to well, yeah, if we had to put a game on it from what everyone's saying, let's call it four. Kadri skated, but yeah
1: the picture that i saw it looked like he wasn't in full gear and he was not stick handling it was public session it was free skate yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there was no yeah his yeah his hand or wrist or thumb is all fucked up so
2: he's not playing we'll see Can you imagine if he goes out there and just plays right handed? Like he he's like, oh, I can grip it with my other hand. I'm going to play right. That'd be great. I'm,
1: if you can't tell, I'm very excited for this final. I think this is going to be, this is going to be great. It's going to be a war.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's going to be a good series as well. Both quick teams, too.
2: Well, I kind of think too, like for the league, like you could sell, like if you're looking for like that media bump, kind of like McKinnon kind of made the joke about like, oh, it makes escrow go lower, so was great because like more eyes on it. Um, you know, if I was the NHL, I get on this like immediately. Like, you have that grizzled veteran team that makes little changes somehow, but always, you know, last three years has always figured it out. You got Stamkos and. Stamkos kind of like a few years ago, like after he broke the, his leg in Boston and then missed the Olympics, and then he in that first Cup run, he he just played the one game, scored that awesome goal, and then he was out. Like, talk about a guy that like the last couple of years has had like almost like a renaissance. I'm I'm happy for him. Like he's gonna finish his career. He's like at 482 for career goals, so 500 goals, yeah, easily, and potentially and and potentially uh three Stanley Cups to his name. Yeah. Like good for him. Like that and oh
1: by the way, he is playing really well right now.
2: Spectacularly well. And the and the cool thing that I like is like when he started, he was like I mean, first let's start. Uh Barry Melrose healthy scratched him. Um
1: <laughs> well, there's a re- yeah. there's a reason why he's on the started. awful ESPN broadcast anyway. Correct. <laughs> And we like Barry, but Uh, I like, I like Barry 20 years ago. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, so he was, you know, 60 goal scorer stud. Then he got hurt a bunch and he's like, came back as like this really great captain and leader says the right things, plays the right way. Like he's down at both ends of the ice doing everything he needs. I like that. And it almost rubs off on the rest of the team too. Yeah. Like, even though they have some high-octane guys, they all play, and we're doing the hockey thing, in air quotes, the right way. But, uh, (laughs) but, you know, like, (laughs) they all, I mean, it's cliche and shit, but, like, yeah, they they do. (laughs) And I think, like, Colorado, a little bit of that. Colorado, I would definitely say, like, a lot of those guys do the right things to help their team win. You know, they have a lot of guys that will just, like, buy in and do it. They may not like it, but they're going to do it. I
1: think in this playoffs, especially you've seen Colorado's best players take that step towards the right way. Right. Like, yeah, like you've you've seen, um, you know, even though like like McCarr is running around and doing all these great things, he's also doing all the little things defensively. Right. To me, like, OK. I would like to see Colorado finally get it. Like, I'd like to see McKinnon. Like, what I really want to see selfishly is I want to see McKinnon, the guy that's screaming at dudes for, you know, eating the junk food in the room and all that.
2: <laughs> I know. I want to
1: see him win the Stanley Cup and then go nuts.
2: Because I want to see him look like Wayne Goodman <laughs> at the end credits of Dodgeball. Yes. Ball.
1: I want. I he just him, goes nuts. I, yes, I just yeah, I want to see that dude. The fucking fried chicken, <laughs> oh, and yeah. like ice cream yeah. cartons. Just, everywhere. Just going to dude, binge. I just <laughs> I, I want to see him here. shotgunning beers and pouring three bottles of champagne into the cup and just going nuts because he finally got to where he was trying to get to. Like, that's so selfishly like yes, Colorado. Like, let's go.
2: It would be it would be kind of cool to like. Tampa's figured out a way to make it all work under the cap. And I'm happy for them. And also like you hear it all the time. Like, Oh, there's no state income tax in Florida. All right, whatever. They have that benefit. Yada, yada. Um, but Colorado has some cap issues upcoming. Yes, they do. So if they could, if they could just get it out of the way and I'm not saying like it's one and done because nothing's guaranteed, obviously, but, but man, if they could do it and then like, it would be interesting to see what McKinnon does for his next contract. Right. It would be it would be very interesting to see. I'm not saying he's going to go anywhere else. I I don't think he's He doesn't seem like that guy. Um I'm sure other players on that team like would have no problem cashing in. But like but he would be interesting. He'd be a good case study. He's a
1: he he's buddies with Crosby, right? They train together. He's he also looked up to him coming up. Right? Yeah. Like, and mm-hmm. so I think he looks to him as a role model still. And I think he would look at his career and say, you know what? Okay, I got my cup. I don't have the same contract structure that Sid got because I'm not, you know, on that level yet. Yet. But um, I I think he would he would look at it as that situation of you know what I'm gonna stay
2: I'm gonna stay with Colorado, take a million or two less hypothetically right, because maybe I don't because know
1: Sid is probably underpaid,
2: yeah by a million or two because right. his contract's still eight point seven cause right he's psychopath right. now I, and but yeah you know
1: what's funny about that and this is kind of like going off the rails a little bit but uh I saw this <laughs> thing. <laughs> that no team no team that has had a player with a contract making 10 million a year has won the Stanley Cup. Oh.
2: Yeah. Well, Ovechkin made I don't know, no, cuz his last one was like 9 A-A-V. something. AAV. Yeah, he was making he was making 9 <laughs> something, you're right, you're right. His his last one like was 10, yeah. But But also, like, I I hate saying it for Washington, and it does make sense. Like, for what Ovi did for the franchise to essentially, like, bring it to prominence, they're going to have that Gretzky goal chase. Uh, That's
1: a big deal. That's a big deal.
2: That's That's a massive deal. So, like, frankly, like, it makes all the sense in the world. Like, I bet. And I don't think Ovechkin was overly greedy because that guy, he makes a billion dollars over in Europe from all the, nonsense he does over there and you know all the other sponsorships like I they could have literally given a blank check yeah. and go like here just fill it in bud like <laughs> whatever you want <laughs> just fill it in like nick backstrom negotiated his last contract For himself yes. which is interesting because he did it because he didn't have an agent and kind of wanted to do it which like i think is kind of cool because well, like that's the business guy in him as well yeah that's intriguing
1: that also he wanted to be there he
2: yeah. He wants to be the running mate as he wa- well. He, he wants to wants to be, that to be guy. there
1: when it happens. Yeah. And it's funny it's funny this came up because I, I had a game tonight before I got online with you guys and you were we little- were actually I'm sorry, I was having well <laughs> I had a I had a few beers on the lot and then I came here and then the computer was not working. So um but <laughs> <laughs> But we were actually we were talking about this on the bench uh I don't know how it came up. We were talking about like uh Washington's situation and specifically backstrom, and so he signs that deal, right and it's like a I think it's five years so that because he was one year ahead of ovechkin,
2: yeah, and now they're tied, right? so now they're, they're married, like caught yeah. up
1: uh but he has the hip surgery and he comes back and he can't like he can't skate anymore he he looks like bad and he was a guy that was never known as like a great skater either like he can move the puck Yeah, he's never, he never
2: he was never he's never a right? blazer or anything he moved down
1: the right? ice and now like i mean he just he looks bad and so i think there's some questions about whether he could continue uh I know that there was some stuff on social media about like, is he going to retire? Like what's going to happen now? Um, but that whole thing's kind of interesting.
2: Well, he's actually really fortunate because he's an 87 birth year like myself. So because he signed that contract before his 35th mm. birthday, he could retire and it's not, it doesn't come under against the, against the, it cap. doesn't
1: come under the uh, over. It goes under deal.
2: It goes under. It goes under LTIR, which essentially yeah. means they'll do the same thing that Chris Pronger yes. did, even though it's dog shit. Yes. And they will just say, <laughs> "Oh, he's retired," air quotes, and like everybody knows it. They announce it in media, and then like <laughs> it doesn't count. It's like total crap. It's like why have the rules if we're going to openly break it? Like this is a modern society. We have rules <laughs> in a CBA. For we the live free...
1: in a society. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: That's what aggravated <laughs> me actually about the Chris Pronger thing. Not because he was a flyer at the time. It's like, if we, if like you have a CBA that's signed by the owners and the players, subtract the players at it. If I was another owner, like why are you letting Philly do that? Like people complain every year because Arizona barely gets over the freaking basement. <laughs> oh. That team also, I saw they had the, like their scouting meetings before the draft. They were taking like a private jet To Reno, where they had it. I'm like, you scumbags can't even pay your tax bill. You're taking private jets to Reno? Oh, I was going to puke. I hate that organization. Like, they're quickly Uh, climbing up my leaderboard of like most hated organizations for the stuff they do. It's like those Instagram rappers, you know? They like literally don't do anything, but then they'll go to the airport, sneak in and take pictures on the private jets and then leave or like on a set. It's total garbage. Whatever. I'm on a tangent. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i want i wanted to circle back to like tampa making the finals again <clears throat> they were they were talking about the uh how they weren't under the cap or whatever like was that last year this is kind of like a big fuck you isn't it yeah
1: I think so yeah like kind like, of we could do it yeah you know
2: well i mean i think i think i said it like they did it the bubble they did it like the COVID yes, shortened year. Yes. They do it a full 82 season. That's like a big middle finger to everybody, I think.
1: Here's the thing about the whole cap argument and like, "Oh, Kucherov is on LTIR and like whatever." Like look, fuck off with that shit. They were yeah, they agree. were the No, they were the only franchise that said the shit that Chicago did in 2010 or whatever it was,
2: is 24 whatever when they it were was the, the second, second one, one yeah when it was the second when one when they so had uh, or 15, yeah. they had Kane on had Kane, on the
1: LTIR and then they got and, they got they were uh,
2: they were like they got Antoine Vermette at the deadline who was like 7 million bucks and Kane was like 9 at the time and, and they're over
1: Tampa was the only franchise that went to the meetings and was like hey we need to change this we need we exactly. need to change this we're, they were the only ones yep. And what happened? The rest of the league was like, nope, we're not changing this.
2: We don't care. Yeah. Then out of sight, out of Then
1: mind. when Tampa, when they take advantage of it, everybody loses their shit. Right? No, no. They're the one. They said, yep. you know what? The rules bullshit. <laughs> we should change it. Everybody else was like, nope, we're not changing it. And then Tampa took advantage of it a couple years later and, and thing- won a cup. Or two. The thing the thing Maybe I three. hated
2: about that whole thing too last year was like Dougie Hamilton when he was with Carolina. He him and like two other players were like, oh, well were they're over a cap. I'm like, no, they beat your ass. That's your freaking problem. You're a little baby about it. And also I'm like, well, you're a player, so if they're spending more money, that impacts you, like rising, you know, rising tide raises all ships. Like, shut up, Dougie Hamilton. That's why you got that <laughs> massive contract in Jersey. <laughs> Like that's the thing. Like player, like yes. I get aggravated more on the player side when they say stuff because I'm like, Whoa. dude, that benefit. Like it's a player thing. It benefits all you guys. It's one thing if an owner was like, oh, that's crap. Like I would agree. Yes. Like an owner, I feel, or a general manager or a management team, they have. And I'm not saying it's a full gripe because those guys are like, they have to do medical reports and stuff. You can't like fake that. It's not the early '90s when guys were getting concussions and they like. I remember hearing the Matthew Barnaby story, like the last one he got before he retired, when he was in Chicago or Dallas. He was blind in his left eye, and he lied. Mm-hmm. He like couldn't see. He couldn't see out of his left eye, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, I'm totally fine. I'm, I'm ready to go." And like the only reason the trainer like pulled him back because he like hit the wall on his way out because he couldn't see it. <laughs> if he saw the wall, he would have went back to the ice. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. Like they they still have to do all that. So it's kind of it's kind of annoying that, you know, you hear players bring that up owners. I, I kind of, I don't like owners. I'm more on the player side, obviously we're a pro player podcast, yeah. but I understand why owners have a, a gripe about it because you know, how is that, you know, like Toronto, for example, they Yeah, but I mean, no, but they don't, you see the, but they also, they don't, but they also yes, don't, they don't
1: because they didn't go for it. There was, I've, there was one team that said we got to fix this well yeah exactly and exactly they didn't so yeah the owners of bullshit too like it's
2: yeah well and gary bettman could have done something too like they could have they could have went well i'm saying they have a board of governors meeting three times a year they could have they could have adjusted it after last year and they have not done a thing Actually, Board of Governors again or this week, I think. And also, too, like, they got, I think, between Paul and Hagel, they gave up, like, both, I don't remember what years, but, like, I don't think they have a first-round pick the next two years and no seconds because they have been like, you know what? We're going to go in all in, all in again because we, we got the squad. We know it. I like that about that team. They're like, we're going we're gonna to go in. I love it
1: remember what Stamkos and cooper were saying after the second cup this is this is our last ride like this like we're not all we're yeah, not all good their lines we're not all going to be together like this isn't going to happen again but then like they're there
2: yeah because it's <laughs> funny because they lost like arguably one of their best lines yeah of last year's run which was Gord. Coleman yeah, Blake, and Goudreau. Blake Goudreau Coleman. went to New York. Blake went to Calgary yeah. and Yanni Gord got picked up by uh, the Kraken. And then they just replace it with, you know, Russ Colton moves up and then they have Hagel and Paul yeah. and Kilorn played third. I mean, they, they kind of mix and match. I like that about Tampa, too they they have no problem well, they have a lot of guys we'll play with anybody. they have a lot of
1: guys that can move up and down the lineup and they could play oh they can play, a, oh, they a can play a different roles depending on you know what night it is right like yeah. so that's why they're so dangerous
2: yeah so we haven't said it so eric put a prediction out if it's it's if it's, it's, if it's five i know it's or less it's colorado, condi- no 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 it's, if it, no, no, it's <laughs> conditional
1: uh, I, no what i'm saying is if it's 6 or less in colorado <laughs>
2: If it's all right. if it's Put a hard line on it, it now, if as we go around the table, no, all right, you got to no, you, no condition just. No, but if it goes
1: to game seven, Colorado will not win. They won't because no. Tampa like they just they have that mentality like they have that. We're we're not going to lose this thing. So if it goes to seven. I don't care if Game 7 is in Denver. I don't give a shit. Tampa's going to win that game. So you have to to beat them before it gets that far. So I'm saying if it's 6 or less, it's Colorado. If it goes to Game 7, Tampa wins.
2: All right, I'll give you an easy question. If it's split after the first two in Colorado, who do you like? Tampa. If it's 2-0, Colorado. Colorado. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That I think Tam yeah. I think Tampa and seven only because I have an odd feeling about their depth. Like in a good way. I like Shirelli. I trust the goaltending and Cooper.
1: He's a fucking genius.
2: I just I just think like I like Bednar. (laughs) I think he has the right thing. But Like Colorado hasn't like been challenged. So what happens when like. Because there's going to be a situation in this series one way or another. It will be a it will be like a 2-1 game and Tampa is up or like trailing. And I'm sorry, but like Tampa in a one goal game, I trust this is not the Edmonton Oilers where you're up 3-1. And you come back and win it over time. It's not so, that serious. So, it's not. No,
1: it's not. I have a problem with everyone saying that Colorado hasn't been tested. And it's, not, and it's not because they have been tested. It's because there was no team in the Western Conference that could test them.
2: Right. You just have to play the games in front if, of you. I get if that. No.
1: If they're healthy, they are. They they are a juggernaut.
2: Like I said, the only team that beat them this year healthy was Vegas. Yes. And Vegas had no problem with them because they can skate with them. They have the goaltending and they're fine. Yes. Depth and up and down the lineup and defensively. Once they started getting injuries, yeah, yeah, it, it didn't matter.
1: Yeah, it was over.
2: So yeah. that's so that's the yeah. thing. St. Louis did OK. But then the second St. Louis kind of got away from their initial game plan yeah. of like Really going to slow it down. We're going to grind them in front of their own net, and we're going to make it tough to go through the neutral zone. The second they started doing all the nonsense after the Kadri shit, they lost that series. It was over. It was over. Edmonton. Yeah, I like McDavid and Saddle, but that's all they have. We kind of knew. We kind of knew it was going to happen very quickly. And Nurse, for God's sakes, he had a he had a busted hip flexor, and the guys out there put up twenty some minutes, which is amazing. He looked. He actually looked decent, considering all. Like I was like, "Man, that's scary." But then they had Mike Smith. Yeah, Yeah, gosh. (laughs) Well, actually, part of their goaltending. Actually, part of their goaltending solved itself. Koskinen signed, and like, yeah, I saw that he went to the Swiss League. (laughs) He went to the Swiss (laughs) League. So it was funny. I saw that like this morning. Like it, it was like, oh, we've announced our fifth import. Uh, miko koskin and i was like
1: oh my gosh <laughs>
2: i'm like and i and i heard something today like mike smith could go on ltir and same with donkey keith yeah where they retire yeah. so that's like eight million bucks oh. they're gonna save somehow well oh. they'll blow it they'll give it all to evander kane and nothing will happen so whatever <laughs> but all right, so Tampa and seven. Rig says if it's five or less, it's Colorado. Right, I'll say it. I'll say, I'll say well. it. right now.
1: Colorado and six. Okay, that's Colorado and six. That's bold of you.
2: I like I'll that. Say it.
1: <laughs> Daniel,
0: where are you going? Well, I like I like chaos. So Avs
2: and five. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> oh. shit, dog! <laughs> I love it. We're gonna have to get we're gonna have to get a little Hezbollah meme of you. I love <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: I love it. That's awesome.
0: You know, I I don't like Tampa. I like that they got rid of the, the Rangers though. So uh, I'll, I'll give them one game.
1: I'll give them, give them one game. game. Yeah. <laughs> I wore a slapshot cup T-shirt tonight because after OFBG games last night we learned a cold, hard truth that John-
2: That sounds like a show on like a news network. That
1: John- The cold, hard yeah, truth. Well, I'm John Stossel right now. <laughs> <laughs> John Walker- John Walker has never eaten the onions on the two dogs and a sundowner at Coney Island luncheon in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. For shame. Which by the way is a requirement of all rookies who attend the Slapshot Cup on Team Maryland that goes to Johnstown, Pennsylvania every year. And I am very, I ate it. I am very disappointed. I think he has to eat a whole onion now. I think
2: Ugh. I think when we go I don't like onions. It doesn't I, matter really, if you like, like I have them a or not. strong aversion to onions. It doesn't
1: matter if you like them or not, you order it as it comes. It's part
2: of the experience. It's it doesn't, wait. Tano, you keep saying it as it comes. I asked for no onions and it comes. No, it's that? No, I'm like, God damn it. confused. you keep saying no, this like you, if it was right, no, not an option. No, like, <laughs> it's not an option.
1: It's not an option. Would you when you walk up to the counter? And you say and they the lady asks you, what would you like? And you say, I want two dogs and a downer. And they go with everything, and you say yes.
2: I don't say yes. Yeah, say and Malonians that's the problem. Police. You Not broke the protocol. I you right, broke the rules. So the, other thing, the other thing, you keep talking about this, you know, is you are the moral compass of Coney Island. I'm the captain of Coney uh, Island. I was put in charge. He's the captain of Coney. Yeah, I was put in charge. Now. All right. I have sat next to you every coney trip we have ever gone without onions. So you have been blind to this crime the entire time, but now you're crying out on it. You only
1: have to eat it once. I assumed, and that's my fault. You know what happens when you know what happens when you assume? We know what happens. It makes an ass out of you and me. So that's right. If (laughs) I assumed that the first time that you went you got two dogs in a downer, and you did not make any modifications to the order.
2: I will be 100% honest, though. The first time, I know for a fact I was too banged up to remember.
1: But you said, being said, You said last night, you admitted it last oh, night. Oh, I
2: said, I said, There's, there's no way I had on you. Yes. But I will admit, yes, I was too banged up to remember my first time there. <laughs> <laughs> but every time since, I know for a fact. No onions, please. And last year we had a conversation on our podcast. I will pull the audio myself of how I look at those onions, and we even said those look like they turned. But I still, <laughs> so like, I still, you know, I still had them. Just em. like I think I did myself a favor. I still had them. If anything, I still had them. I will, if I get like a plate of onion rings, does that like <laughs> no? No,
1: the order is the
2: It's got to be the soupy onions
1: that they they like scoop out and just. The order is two dogs and a downer, two Coney Island chili dogs. It's hot dog from like from somebody's arm. It's like laying on somebody's arm.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they
1: put the mustard on and then it goes in the bun and then they put the chili sauce on. The alpo, and then they put the, and then they put the, <laughs> then they put the onions on top, two of those, and a downer, a burger that comes out of a mop bucket, <laughs> a fried egg, which by the way is the best part of the whole meal. Fried yeah, egg. the egg
2: is actually like they like pop it. Fried, you see them like on the fried griddle, egg.
1: Mm. fried egg, with the mustard. And the onions and the Alpo on the downer.
2: I'm really fortunate, though, because I did read an article today in USA Today. There may be a severe onion shortage coming to Western PA later this year. That's what (laughs) I
1: read. I just, I don't know. I'm thinking. Yeah, you may be off the (laughs) hook. All right. That does it for episode 96. Thanks so much for listening this week. Be sure to check out our social media accounts at Beers in the Lot, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, we're on it. That's where you can get all of John's latest memes, which we know everyone loves. And for any other information about Beers in the Lot, you can always reach out directly to us on our Discord server at beersinthelot.com slash Discord, or hit us up on our website at beersinthelot.com. That does it for this week. We'll catch you next time.